another episode of Laker Sports Talk. I'm Zach Oaks, joined today by Derek Aaron in a um, post-state tournament for the baseball team, kind of a little wrap-up we're going to do today. But before we get into it, Derek, I want to let you know that this episode is sponsored by B&M Welding and Fabrication. B&M Welding and Fabrication, located 3524 South Highway 76 in Russell Springs, doing aluminum, steel, stainless steel, cast iron, cast aluminum. They do boats and trailers ornamental handrails, farm and heavy equipment, industrial fabrication, exotic metals, storm shelters, safe rooms, steel shooting range targets, a wide variety of items, Derek, and uh, B&M Welding is your place to go for all things welding and fabrication. Yeah, I want to appreciate them for uh, helping us bring uh, Laker Sports Talk to you. And how do you get a hold of B&M Welding, Zach? B&M Welding, you can call them 270-585-3955. Again, located 3524 South Highway 76 in Russell Springs. Thanks again to B&M Welding for sponsoring this episode. Derek, as we get into this, uh, we're bringing this to you week after uh, the Laker baseball team wrapped up their state tournament run. Uh, you know, quite frankly, the best postseason run in uh, Laker baseball history, one of the best postseason runs in – all of Lakers sports history just right. uh, all together and uh, it, was, it was quite a run uh, you and I were kind of there for the whole thing you broadcasting me uh, kind of doing some field level reporting and uh, it was just a, a fun a fun ride I don't I don't know if anybody really saw that coming uh, you know region tournament there were some close games in the region tournament and then uh, you know that runs through the state tournament close game after close game and uh, you know, just a great, great overall run for this Laker baseball team, and you have to, you have to uh, give a shout out to David Rexroad and uh, Rob Clark, Chris Taylor, Richard Bennett, uh, Taylor Grotter, all those folks, and then of course the players on the team. Uh, just a great group of kids to be around. Zach, absolutely. Thirty-one and seven was the uh, final record for this baseball team. Again, state runner-ups, and of course, defeated by uh, Saint X there in the uh, championship game. But man, what a run! What a postseason run! Uh, and you, you said it. I don't think many people anticipated this type of uh, uh, a run in the postseason for Laker baseball. But man, they got to down the stretch there playing some really good baseball. Just some lights out pitching for the most part, and uh, the hitting was right there as well. Uh, but for the most part, the pitching performances really carried this team and and the momentum there in that state tournament, especially uh, right on through to the championship game. Just uh, proud of these young men and what they've been able to accomplish. Uh, senior laden group. Uh, what more could you ask for uh, to to wrap up uh, a very successful uh, career if you're a Laker, Laker baseball player? Uh, just a tremendous run there in the state tournament. Well, you said, said you know we don't know how many we don't know if people saw this coming in, and it wasn't an indictment on the team. I, I think no, I, no. I think we went into the season. We knew this team was good. We knew this team was capable of winning a regional championship. But there's also a lot of good teams out there, and there's a lot of randomness involved. And so, um, you, very few teams go in. And you say, oh, we are immediately state championship contenders because there's just a lot of unknown variables. But uh, this team. You know, played Bowling Green in the in the region semifinals, and that was a game. You know, a lot of people thought Bowling Green would win, but I, I think what I think what this run showed was uh, Russell County had two of the best pitchers in the state, and when yeah. you have that, and you have some good hitting behind them, good defense, and good coaching, uh, you you can make a run like that. And and if you really look at it, it was the arms of Nathan Lawson and Cody Luttrell that really 
um, that really spurred this run. Uh, those two, um, especially in the well, I mean, you go back to go back to that game against Bowling Green. Uh, Nathan, before the rain delay, was just lights out against a Bowling Green team that was one of the best inning teams in the state. Yeah. Uh, and then after the rain delay, you know, kind of threw him for a loop a little bit. But then uh, after that, you get Cody Luttrell goes up against a, a Warren East team that a pretty good hitting team themselves. You know, gets hit early, but then after about the first two innings, really shuts them down, and then. You know, Madison Central allow one run against Madison Central. Uh, Cody goes up against Beechwood, shuts them out. Nathan goes up against uh, Woodford County in the state semifinals, shuts them out. I mean, the pitching performances uh, were top-notch. Yeah. And then, you know, you just run into a really good team in St. X that, uh, you know, was really – you know, really caught fire at the plate, and that, and that kind of threw everything for a loop in the championship game. But you can't discount the pitching performances that Nathan and Cody put together, especially in the postseason, but all season long, really. I mean, all season long, those two were great, but especially on the big stage under the bright lights, those two really shined. I mean, Zach, two first-team All-State uh, pitchers, and you're not going to get that year in and year out if you're any school, regardless of, of the how talented you are. That just doesn't happen. The stars aligned for Russell County Baseball this year and uh, just pitching wise you take a look at those numbers uh, on the season for uh, for Cody uh, Cody Luttrell pitched 75 innings gave up 50 hits 26 runs nine of those earned he had 12 walks to 136 strikeouts his record 12 and one with one save of course that lost the, the final game of the year and a 0.84 ERA uh, just unbelievable numbers there on the mound for uh, Cody and then Nathan in 13 games uh, pitched 72 innings gave up 36 hits 14 runs eight of those uh, earned walked 20 with 123 strikeouts he was 11 and two with a 0.78 era so you got both your starting pitchers there one a and one b as coach retro alluded to him as at under one run era you know uh just unbelievable there on the mound and you combine i mean combine those 259 strikeouts between the two yeah uh just and only what 17 earned runs on the season between the two just uh that's what I said those two were really able to carry this team on the mound and then of course also you know you got some timely hitting you want especially you look at well you look at bowling green he was able to put up some runs early on them he was able to put 10 on warren east but then you get into the state championship and the bats go a little quieter but they get but they do enough you know yeah and the thing is at that point zach uh, you know they're facing top quality pitching right. you get the state tournament so everybody's throwing their number one or number two at you right. each time out so uh i think that played a role into it and when you look at cody's uh, strikeout to walk ratio not sure where it ended up uh in terms of uh, state history or whatever, but it was right up there near the end of the season. Uh, oh, it had to be yeah. strikeouts to walks is one of the best ratios in state history. Uh, there for a, a player of his caliber, so just unbelievable performance by those two young men on the uh, on the mound. And uh, and you know we had other players come in, uh, not pitch as many innings, but of course Nick Aaron pitched, uh, Evan Hammond pitched, Aiden Annell pitched also uh, quite a bit. Trace also got in there and some others, but for the most part. It was, you know, that two-man show there on the mound for Russell County this year. Yeah, and, uh, you know, you got to give a 
shout out to Nick too, a guy who's a senior but decided to use an extra year, uh, came back and really provided a valuable third option uh, as a pitcher. Yeah. I mean, actually used him in the first round of the regional tournament. So you turn to him in a game that's you know win or go home. Yeah. You know, granted Russell County comes into that game you know a significant favorite over Barron County, but. You know, we saw earlier in the season Russell County upset by Cumberland County, so you, you can never take those games for granted. And you turn you turn to a guy like Nick who puts in a really good performance in that game, and that allows you to use your top two pitchers in uh, the re- the region semifinals and the region finals. So yeah, Nick was three and one with one save with a one point three one ERA on the mound there in thirty two innings pitch uh, and pitched in nine games. So uh, obviously, Coach Rexroad had a lot of faith in in him as his top reliever and. And uh, came in and did well whenever uh, he was called upon. Yeah, and so uh, the pitching this year was great. And then I, you turn and look at the you turn and look at the hitting numbers this year. And uh, this is a team that you know they weren't always the most potent offensive team, but they but they came through when needed. And you look at that, you know, with you know two to one win against Madison Central, one to zero win against Beachwood. But then Derek, you know, you go and put Tinra, you go and put what. Ten runs on uh, ten runs on Woodford County yeah. in the in the state semifinals. Uh, so came through in in various uh, various scenarios. And one thing I kept hearing uh, while we're at the state tournament uh, from you know different media people and stuff like that is this team plays small ball better than maybe any other team in the state. Yeah, and uh, that's been kind of been a hallmark of what David Richter has been able to do. Um, you know, you know, using bunts and things like that to uh, put runners in scoring position, and then uh, being a- being able to take advantage of that, and that's just what this Laker team was able to do offensively. And, it's, and it came through for him. It worked really well. Yeah, it did. You, you fine-tune the small things. That's what Coach Rexroth's always always done and is focused on those uh, aspects of the game that you know, maybe get a lot of fanfare or, or notoriety. But he comes through and preaches that to his players, and you know they're able to uh, to take advantage of that. And, yeah, it's it's one of the staples, one of the hallmarks that, that Coach Rexroth's able to do. Uh, when you look at you know the record set, this program either won 31 games. That's a uh, program record. Right. Uh, talking with Coach Rexroth, Nathan Lawson, he hit 13 home runs on the season. Uh, that's a Laker single season record, uh, and he hit 470. You know the top batting average there for uh, for Russell County. Uh, and then you just go down the list. We'll talk about some of these guys at the plate. Isaac Roy. Uh, catcher for uh, Russell County batted 417 on the season I had 33 RBIs uh, Nathan 48 RBIs uh, Trey Stringer he really came on there at the uh, at the end Zach 366 batting average had some great timely hits there in the state tournament yeah it came up really big uh, especially as the season was kind of we were kind of getting into postseason play uh, Trace came through and in, in some big moments and and played really well and um, sophomore this year, so a guy you're going to have back. You know, we talked a lot about seniors, but that's a guy that's a sophomore that's going to be back next year and is going to figures to play a key role. Yeah, he will be a, a key member of this Laker baseball team moving forward. As will Mays Gosser, who batted 377 on the season, had 19 RBIs and 29 hits. Uh, Evan Hammond, uh, 243. Uh, on the season batting average had uh, 27 hits. He had some timely hitting there in the state tournament as well. Uh, Zach, I know, uh, you know he was called upon Ken, and 
came up big there a time or two. Nick Aaron was uh, was as well, uh, not only pitching, he hit 351 for the season and uh, scored uh, 13 runs. So so Nick obviously gave him something uh, offensively as well. Yeah, and, and you talk about Nick, I, I always uh, was talking, I can't remember if it was Rob Clark or Chris Taylor when I was talking about him and said that um, he's a guy that he doesn't strike out very often, and so he's somebody that puts the ball in play quite a bit and is really kind of just like a calm and steady presence in the middle of the batting order, uh, somebody you can really rely on. That 3-4-5, the, the, well, actually, you know, really the, at the end of the season, your first five, actually, you know, I, I take that back. You go back through the batting order at the end of the season, and it was, it was getting to a point where everybody was really hitting well. Mm-hmm. Um, but... You, Especially, you talk about your three and four hitters. You talked about them earlier, Nathan and Isaac, both hitting over 400 on the season. Um, you're thrilled when you have that in the middle of your batting order. Oh yeah, I mean that. You got to have those guys there in the middle of the lineup who who hit right around that average. If you can get bat over 400, in my opinion, that's a terrific season. Uh, Aiden Annell, we talk about Aiden. He batted 268, uh, but not only did he uh, come through big moments at the plate his defense there he had some terrific plays defensively there especially in the state tournament really came in and to me really came in to his role as a in, in right field as, as a guy who's just a really terrific defensive player out there um it's shown glimpses of that in the past but i think really this year came into it as a junior he's going to be back as a senior next year going to be the lone senior on on laker baseball team next year so they'll look to him uh, as a leader in the outfield Losing, losing a lot of experience, but uh, he'll be a leader on that team next year and uh, really came into his own in his junior season. And defensively, we'll be remiss, Zach, if we didn't mention that play out in center field that Mace Gosser had whenever he was going back kind of over his shoulder and went to his knees and just made an yeah. unbelievable catch. Uh, and that's why yeah, it really was. Uh, got some uh, big play there from a lot of folks noticing that uh, whenever that happened. And then uh, – Mays, his brother Maxon, uh, there at third base. He batted 247 uh, on the season and uh, just played some solid third base. He he was just one of those glue players that uh, that was looked upon to to lead by example. Uh, you could always count on him to, to make the play, and you know, he he certainly will be missed by this uh, Laker lineup. Yeah, good. Yeah, just a good defensive presence there at third base. Uh, you know, you want somebody there that's got a lot of experience and is able to make plays and. And Maxon really did that all season. Uh, was able to make plays at third base defensively, and uh, was you know really especially towards the end of season too, uh, provided provide some good hitting uh, in that nine spot in the batting order. And, but Derek, as I was going through here, I was looking through just some a few stat numbers just from the state level, and I, I found I found it really interesting. So Nathan, uh, of course, we talked about thirteen home runs. That's in, in, ended up being uh, fourth in the state. So uh, just a couple people, a couple players had 15, and then uh, another player had 14. Yeah, he was top five for Mr. Baseball in the, in yeah. the state. So and, that's, uh, had, I think really had a good, or had a really good argument to be Mr. Baseball with uh, with both his hitting and pitching numbers. Yeah, and um, looks like here in, in hit numbers, um, you know, top 15, top 15 in hits, um, just. Incredible season there, uh, especially hitting the ball ninth in slugging percentage, and uh, I believe it's top, be top eleven in RBI. So 
just a couple things there. But then uh, the pitching numbers is where it really it really kind of brings it home. Uh, Nathan and Cody both top ten in the state in ERA while also being top ten in innings pitched. Um, you see a big difference there in the number of innings they pitch with the guy ahead of them in ERA. Yeah. And both of them top five in strikeouts on the season. Wow. So, uh, and, and finally, um, those were the top two players in the number of wins on the season. Cody finished with 12 wins on the mound. Nathan finished with 11. So those were number one and number two in the state in, uh, in wins. So just – Overall, I, you know, got to give a big shout out to to this baseball team. They were incredible. Uh, the fan support was incredible as well. Um, you can't, I mean, throughout throughout the whole postseason, um, whether it was in Bowling Green or in Lexington, really good crowds. Uh, you know, Laker fans traveled really well, uh, and being on the field and talking to the coaches and the players. Uh, don't make no mistake. That made a difference. That yeah. they they noticed that, and they oh, yeah. and they really appreciate uh, people coming out and supporting them wherever they were playing. Yeah, it, absolutely. It, it really was. And you take a look at these attendance numbers, Zach, from the uh, from the stat sheets uh, that the High School Athletic Association provided to us following the game. First game against Madison Central, there was uh, one thousand one hundred sixty one in attendance. You go to the next game, Lakers win uh, that one over Madison Central. They play Beachwood. It's uh, 1,510 people and, there. And Terry, uh, you know, nothing against Beachwood, but they didn't have hardly anybody no, there. That no. was mostly all Russell County people. <laughs> Absolutely. And then you get to that uh, semifinal matchup with Woodford County, 2,113 in attendance there. And again, the majority Laker fans. Yeah, and then the, and then the state championship game uh, was the biggest crowd. Yeah. And I it, I was blown away. I, I you know I roll up to the stadium about an hour ten, hour fifteen minutes until first pitch to go ahead and get in and get my media pass and you know get all settled in and stuff. And I'm looking and I'm like, oh my gosh, what are all the, all these people are already here? And so you just see people just lined up, uh, just lined up all the way around. I mean, all I mean, probably about halfway around the stadium, yep. and it's all just, you can see it's all red, late red and white Laker shirts. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, there was no mistake in there. A couple of times, you know, we had kind of some red like Beachwood did, but man, that uh, St. X uh, matchup, two thousand seven hundred three in attendance there, and I. I Three quarters of that was Russell County. Yeah, had I said, to be. I said anywhere from two thirds to you know anywhere from like sixty five to seventy five percent of that was was Russell County yeah. fans. And so, I, you know, I'm standing. You know, I'm I'm standing down in the dugout as you know players are warming up and and they're like, oh my gosh, look at all these people who are here, uh, just amazed at the community turnout. And uh, of course, that's you know. It's about an hour and a half drive there, so you're talking about a three-hour round trip, and yeah. it's you know it wasn't just parents, it wasn't just grandparents, it was just you know just people from the community who were uh, really proud of uh, what these kids did and what and what they were doing, wanted to come out and show their support. I, I was amazed at uh, what the what what the community support looked like and how the fan base turned out. It was really tremendous. And uh, we'll go through here some of these other guys. Uh, Zach, you can catch me here if I miss any of these seniors. Uh, Cam Carpenter uh, played a big role down the stretch for Russell County. I know he uh, uh, defensively was called upon and made some big plays uh, in the state tournament. Yeah, and, and 
and Cam, you know, not the top hitter on this team, but but you know, really settled into his role and was a, was able to uh, come up come up at the plate when needed and made uh, made important plays there. Landon Walters, Alex Reynolds, all uh, they were they were there. Uh, you know, playing in in spurts and uh, Reynolds, especially on the base pads, uh, really playing well. Uh, and you're going to miss that next season. Uh, what he's able to do on the on the base pads. Yeah, used as a courtesy runner all season. And um, you know, if you listen when we did the interview with the baseball coaches, you know, kind of prior to the season started, talked about the kind of that role. Um, that that's a very important role. It doesn't get a lot of. It doesn't get a whole lot of attention. It doesn't get a whole lot of you know praise. It doesn't you know doesn't show up on the stat sheets a lot of times as something just eye popping. But having somebody who can come in and be a courtesy runner for your pitcher or your catcher and uh, and be smart on the base pass, provide some speed out there, it can absolutely make a difference in a game. And Alex Reynolds has done that throughout the season. He's made a difference in games. So Russell County uh, fall to St. X. St. X, Zach, that was their ninth state title that they that they won, uh, and, and it's just, I think it's four in the last decade. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're just a legitimate baseball powerhouse in the state again. You know, I think I, I put this on Twitter. It's kind of a just a, a notice of you know, hey, you know, this is kind of what we're dealing with here. You know, no, you know, there's no, there's no. Uh, confusion about this there's uh, they're a private catholic school in louisville all male uh with an enrollment that is you know about 400 500 more students than what russell county high school has and it's all male um and they you know they can be selective with who gets into their schools and all i mean that's just part of what being a private school is you know um so so when you go up against a team like that it's it's almost a whole different ball game. It's almost yeah, a, I mean, you're almost dealing with just a whole different animal. You're not making any excuses, but man, those, those guys, some of those guys were committed to D1 schools. Some guys were committed to uh, you know community colleges, uh, Ju- JUCO schools, and things like that. Uh, you know, it, it's a factory for uh, producing athletes like that. And there's no no way around it. Yeah, I mean, just I mean, each year, I mean, they they're kind of right there as you know one of the main contenders. I mean, as evidence, they've won nine state titles and. And, you know, have been in the state semifinals a number of times. Other than that, and so uh, of course Russell County. This is the, this was their, uh, I think, just the second trip to the state, uh, sem- second trip to the semifinals in history, and the yeah. first trip to the finals. And so, just you're you're just dealing with a whole different thing there, uh, just a different. It, 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 I explained it to uh, somebody like this. It's almost kind of like one one school is playing checkers while the other is playing chess in terms of what the resources are. You look at like what St. X was able to ride to the game in a nice big charter bus. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, it's just a whole. It's just a whole different ballgame there with the with the financial resources and stuff like that. It is, and you take a look at this Russell County group. Uh, they played together a long time as one collective unit for the most part. Uh, you know, they played you know, little league, you know, travel ball, Babe Ruth, all these uh, titles that they won in Babe Ruth, and all oh, yeah. the the places that they went, the teams they played. Uh, we'll get into all that, but man, they have had so much success through the years, and it just culminated with just an unbelievable uh, run to the state title game and 
I mean, after that game was over, I know you were down on the field. And I'm sure you saw some uh, some emotion and some folks upset. But I also think that you saw a lot of pride in the Lakers' eyes as being so. runner-ups. They, they, so. they, they weren't upset, down on themselves. They were they were happy with with the way it ended. Not necessarily the game, but the, the season as a whole. And having that uh, state runner-up trophy, it meant something to them. Yeah, and I think it was I think it was something for this group and. Um, you know, they, you know, and, and they heard this multiple times. You know, you have, you know, you have a lot to be proud of here with what you've done because, um, it, because it was, it was, it was. I mean, you look at the thirty-one wins, you know, most in program history. You know, for the first time making it the state championship game. Uh, I think they really put Russell County on the map in terms of, you know, a lot of people were up at the state tournament. They were like Russell County. You know, what? Did, you know, how'd they get here? You know, but. Uh, they really put Russell County on the map. Showed, uh, you know, showed what kind of program Russell County is, and I'm really happy. Uh, you know, I'm really happy for these kids to be able to have that moment. I'm also really happy for this coaching staff to be able to have yeah. that moment. Uh, Coach Rexroad, he's inching toward 500 career wins. He, he, he's getting yeah, close. He's, I mean, he, he's been on the doorstep of the of a run like this for a while. Um, and it just, you know, just for whatever reason, you know, hadn't happened. I'm glad he was able to have, have this run, too, because it, I know it really meant a lot to that coaching staff. To It meant a lot to win that region championship. Yeah, yeah. And then to be able to reel off three wins in the state tournament, I I couldn't be happier for them. It's, it's a great group of coaches. Uh, you know, I think, I think Russell County is one of the best – group of baseball coaches in the state uh, just all together you're right and then you know it all has to be the perfect storm you know in years past russell county's had good hitting squads but the pitching hasn't been there or vice versa you've had pitching but no hitting this year it all aligned you know you had two unbelievable starting pitchers there first team all state may never happen again yeah that, that, uh, that's an incredible feat to have and then you have uh, production at the plate uh, like you had with with multiple players uh, this year and everything just lined up and the lakers made this big memorable uh, postseason run just so happy for coach rexroat uh, and his staff there's just the unbelievable amount of hours uh, that go into it you know he he starts out focusing on these kids at the little league stage he focuses so much on that that level and, and, and i think and getting we, things going yeah and i think we i think that's a important note to make because that's where it starts that's how you get to that's what that's how you get to have this that's how you make this happen is and you know we got to commend you know this i got to commend those coaches for being involved in the youth leagues the way they are uh, yeah. and and we talked about this group of kids i mean that's where they started at they started in the youth leagues, just growing up together and playing together, and and you know sticking to it, and the skill development that goes on um, in those youth leagues, and all the and then through middle school, and you know JV and all it all it all comes together um, as one cohesive thing, and that's how you build a a strong high school sports program. You have to have youth league, middle school. Uh, these you know summer tournaments and and teams like that all that has to kind of work together yeah and, and when it does you see something like this happen you know we were talking Charlie Anderson who did a tremendous job uh, broadcasting with me this year yeah absolutely. Uh, just so so knowledgeable of the game of course it was on uh, the baseball staff for so many years yeah. himself and uh, I know he was super proud of this group uh, we were talking about after the game uh, whether or not they're in the press box, 
back here at Laker Field. If we'd have a sturdy enough uh, shelf to put that <laughs> state runner-up trophy on, of course we got a lot of uh, district uh, title trophies and and whatnot up there. But I mean, you're going to have to have a, a big shelf to uh, to house that state runner-up trophy. And I, I mentioned the press box. This is only going to continue, maybe not at the level that we saw this year, but Russell County Baseball, these facility upgrades is coming soon, and the, the field that, that Russell County will soon have here in the next couple of years, I just look for uh, onward and upward for this uh, Laker baseball program. Yeah, and, and well, I mean, and there's no reason to doubt that that's the case just because of what we've seen over the years. We've seen a program that is among the most consistent in the state, and uh, so there's no reason to suggest that, you know, they're, they're going to have fall off or anything like that. Uh, you know, I expect Russell County to be back in, in contention for uh, definitely a, a district championship next year. Could be in contention for a region championship if things align a certain way. And so, uh, you, and you talked about the facilities upgrades that are coming. Um, long overdue, but they're here now. And uh, so that so that's exciting for that group to be able to have their own dedicated baseball field. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not to mention, you know, the football team is going to have its own dedicated field and all that. So uh, a lot of exciting things coming up, Derek. And as we you know get ready to kind of wrap this up, um, we're heading into summer and sports is high school sports is kind of going to be on the. Kind of going to be on the back burner for a little bit as we have the have the old dead period, uh, as they say, <laughs> yeah. is a mandate a mandated there by the High School Athletic Association. Uh, but you know things, the wheels will start churning again before you know it. And Zach, before we get off here, I want to mention what a great job uh, photographing the games and uh, live tweeting the games. I know that was not easy to be able to do all that at the same time, keep up with everything going on. Uh, we'll also uh, taking so many great photos that you can find on our. Uh, social media uh, outlets here at Laker Country, uh, and I know they are uh, all those photos. To, everybody loves them. And yeah, I just want to. I, I want to give my thanks to be um, first off, first off the baseball staff for being so accommodating, uh, but secondly, parents, grandparents, all those people who have you know kind of reached out and uh, and talked to me about it. I, you know, that's, that's why I do it. Is for these families uh, and friends to have, you know, kind of keepsakes. And uh, so I, I enjoy doing that for them. And I know it makes a difference for people. And that's ultimately, ultimately what I'm aiming for. So, uh, and, and then, you know, being able to cover the game on social media. I know there's a lot of people that can't make it out and, you know, they like to listen or, but maybe they're somewhere where they can't listen. You know, maybe they're at work or something. They're not around a radio and they can, you know, check their phone every so often and kind of yeah. see how things are going. It's all just part of that comprehensive effort that we, you know, we work together on to try to make it to where anybody, anywhere can kind of follow along and, and know what's going on. And so, yeah. uh, yeah, I, I thought I thought you and Charlie were great on it. Charlie, uh, Charlie, I always enjoyed hearing uh, Charlie's end of the game calls. Uh, oh yeah, just his, his passion and excitement is always is is great, and you you love to hear stuff. Hey, like at that. the end, I know just to let Charlie take over. I'm not going to step on his toes. He can. Uh, he can get excited, and I, and it's great, and I enjoy it. And uh, the last thing you know, you tune in want to hear is two guys mumbling over each other. You can't make out. Yeah, yeah I'm not going to ruin that for him. And uh, I enjoyed it so much, and just seeing how he enjoyed this team uh, after being a part of it for so long, it was something special. And so as we come into the dead period, we're also going to kind of take a little bit of a dead period with this podcast as we uh, try to recover and uh, get some sleep and rest for the first time in a while. <laughs> But uh, yep. 
we you know we've been busy uh, covering sports ever since August, and so as we kind of slow take a little few weeks here to kind of slow down we're gonna have a break from the podcast for a few weeks uh unless something happens you know we'll we'll come up with something if uh, if a major news event or something, or something like that comes up but we're going to take a few weeks off as we kind of get ready for uh the upcoming school year and the upcoming sports season then we'll be back and we'll be talking fall sports so and that'll be here before you know it but until then um hope you all have a great summer and uh keep following along at wjrs for uh, all of our coverage of Russell County non-sports. Hope you'll uh, follow along for that.